Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to the Eric Show Podcast, the daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. So glad you are here. Okay. Uh, I am, wow. More reminders about my impending doom and age keep cropping up. For starters, I had been avoiding looking at my uh, little medical app that you uh, that that I have. You know, nowadays, you know, you get a test done, it shows up on the app. Here's the test results, but I hadn't really uh, uh, taken a look at it, and uh, it turns out that that X-ray that my doc took to kind of like double check as to see what was up with my knee. My right knee that's been bugging me. He goes, oh, yeah, you have osteoarthritis. Yeah, fuck. Now, the pain hasn't really left. You know, it's like I always, I can, I, it's, oh, I just feel so uh, uh, damaged. By the end of the day, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, so it is, it is absolutely official, the arthritic knee. And those don't improve. Stand by, I got to drink this coffee. So as I talk about it, it's like I can't run anymore. Anything impact related like that is uh, is is a big a big problem for your old pal EZ. Very painful. So this is where like um uh and Rick he says, "Oh man, he can relate cuz I I know a uh, uh, Rick says that he has um He's dealt with uh, knee pain. He says that we do have a cure. And now, I can only suspect that he is referring to uh, some type of something to do with um, marijuana. Rick, let me let me bring you in here because you're you're here right now. I. I I can't put words into your, well, I, I always do put words into your mouth, but in this particular case, I actually want to hear what you have to say. He says, oh yeah, mine's improving. My knee is improving, Eric Zane. Maybe we can be arthritis brothers. Good morning, Eric Zane. Rick, did you have a fruitful week uh, selling your wares? I did. I sold a lot of wares. You were at a at like a uh, a big paintball convention somewhere. Yeah, it was a big uh, big event, big uh, event where they play. It's the biggest uh, the biggest event in the world. Is like forty five hundred people there in Pennsylvania. Uh, so we go there and we set up a big booth and we sell all our products and stuff. Okay, so now uh, this is already being referred to as impromptu trigger time. So this is perfect. Uh, we can we yeah, can great. that that's good for you, good for me, and you yeah, have it's been a few weeks, huh? Yeah, it has. It's been too long. So, uh, knee-wise, what what is your knee condition? So, 
you know that I've struggled with my knees, and it's uh, you know you can kind of see me when I play a little bit. Yeah, I, I I'm, I'm tender on it or ginger on it and, and hobble around. So I've been looking at a lot of different cures and trying to figure it out. Um, my issue is a degenerative arthritis in my knees, and uh, my right one is really really bad, and my my uh, my left one is bad but not quite as bad. So. They, uh, I went through and uh, um, investigated a few different uh, um, scenarios to get it repaired. One of them is a knee replacement, which the doctor talked me out of because they're not really made to be super active on. They're right. made to just kind of get by, get by on. So right. what, what my doctor told me was you could get it done now and then maybe get it done again in 10 or 15 years or wait 10 or 15 years and then maybe only get it done once in your life. Uh-huh. And okay. neither, neither one of those scenarios really was the ideal situation. I'm like, well... You know, I don't feel like I'm that old yet. I don't want to, you know, hobble around all the time. So I ended up doing like a, um, a lubricant injection in my knee um, just to kind of put something there to uh, to replace the um, the uh, meniscus uh, to, to create a little less uh, grinding on the knee, knee joint in there, right? And I feel like that worked a little bit for mm, a couple weeks. Yeah, and then it, the results kind of faded, and it wasn't quite as good anymore. Okay, so I was like, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. So then, randomly, I had some some players that I know really well come up to me, and they said, "Have you ever heard of the knees over toes guy?" And I'm like, "What the hell are you talking about?" So apparently, there's this guy on Joe Rogan. Yep, I know what you're gonna say. But this guy was on Rogan, <laughs> okay. so they said, "Listen to the guy on Rogan." So I did. And I listened to the couple-hour podcast, and then I started following him on Instagram a little bit. And I've been doing not his whole program, but I've been doing part of his program, and it is a miraculous difference. I'm telling you what. I am almost – I'm not normal, but I can see I'm better than I have been in years, and I'm going to be normal if I stay on the program. Okay, so the the way this works is first watch or listen to the show. Yes. Now I can give you the gist of it though. Yeah. So yeah. it's really interesting. He goes into a lot of stuff in the podcast and they talk a lot about how exercise is only a hundred, hundred years old. That's an interesting statement, isn't it? Right. It you sure know, we is. Don't, we don't, we don't know a lot about exercise yet, or maybe there's a whole bunch we haven't discovered, but anyway, his stance is you don't, you don't stop being on your knee because you're having issues with it. You put more pressure on your knee and you do things to your knee to create circulation into, uh, um, into, uh, uh create situations where it's getting, it's getting the blood flow that it needs needs and it will, it will rebuild itself. So I've been doing that. And I've also been doing some stuff to strengthen it. And I've, I've gone from, you know, hobbling when I walk and not even thinking about running to, uh, I'm able to jog back and forth in my facility now and 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 as i continue to do it i know there's a light at the end of the tunnel where i'm going to be able to actually full-on sprint again i'm just not quite there yet oh my god so okay it's unreal it's unreal i'm gonna follow your lead then the the thing i do is what go to the youtube watch his videos 100 but you want to know what i do i'll tell you the whole program in like three seconds you ready please do walk backwards for 10 minutes every day wow You know, I've that's seen it. I've seen people at the YMCA doing that on the treadmill. Do you think that that's what they're they're doing? Yeah, because one of his things is if you don't mind possibly screwing your treadmill up, walk backwards on a treadmill with it off. So you're pushing against the motor's uh, um, uh, resistance, uh-huh. and it, it, you know, it is creating like a you know more of a labored walk for you going backwards. And I do that. So I do the ten minute walk backwards every day. I try to do it every day. There's some days I can't, but almost every single day I do that. And then I have a weight sled that I bought because of this guy that you throw a couple plates on and you drag that weight sled backwards. 
And you do those two things, and you're going to see ridiculous results. I can't believe how well it's working. Oh, my God. Yes. So uh, uh, walk with the treadmill off backwards. Yeah, I, I haven't done that because I don't want to screw up our treadmill. So I just walk backwards down our hallway back and forth um, at night. Um, when you walk down the hallway, um, you, you, you don't have any resistance on you, do you? Nope, I'm just walking. I just turn around and I walk backwards for 10 minutes. Oh, my God. It's this, awesome. This is the I type of thing. What. I'm going to try it, but I, I'll probably try it like in my neighborhood. So they're going to think I'm even more uh, of a psychopath. Oh, my wife hates it. She absolutely hates it. She's like, will you not do that in front of people? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tyler writes, it's like when Ferris Bueller tried the, re- the reverse mileage off of that sports car. My wife says that all the time. She's like, are you taking your miles off in reverse? I'm like, hell yeah. I hope it'll fall out the window. Oh, my God. All right. Well, I uh, and, and so the in, the in the knee. Now, wait a minute now. Um, in an arthritis scenario, typically the cartilage is damaged and the bones touch. So this somehow yes. is causing not that. I cannot, I, can, I cannot give you the science on it. I can tell you two things. My knees feel better and they feel stronger. And if you go to this guy's uh, Instagram, just just look for knees over toes guy on Instagram. He's got all these different exercises he does and then, like, feats of strength that he does. I don't know if I can explain this one to you well enough, but he stands on the edge of a pool. So imagine yourself walking up to a pool, standing on the edge of it. So if you took one step forward, you'd fall in. He stands on the edge of it with his toes, like, almost to the water and bends his knees down to the point where his knees are down below his feet. His knees touch the water, and then he just stands back up. Oh, it sounds horrible. It sounds like a boot. Yeah. Yeah, you and I would break in half. There's no way I could do it. But I tell you what, this guy, so the way he describes himself is I was a really, really bad college athlete with very little athletic ability. And I, my dream was to play in the NCAA March Madness tournament. And um, the program he was in, he, he built himself athletically because of these exercises that he's, he developed. He built himself up athletically. So he uh, advanced himself as an athlete. But the exercises he was doing, the, the college basketball program told him, you can't do these, these exercises here. We don't, we don't approve of those. He's like, what are you talking about? They're like, you can't put your knees over your toes because it's put too much stress on your knee and it's going to damage them. He's like, no, 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 no. These are the exercises I, I did to strengthen my knees after I had an issue. They're like, no, you can't do that here. He said, okay, well, I quit. He goes, I believe in this program more than I do being a basketball player, and I really wanted to be a basketball player. Wow. Uh, that's, yeah. that, that is fantastic news. Well, I'm going to try those exercises. I'm going to do all of this because I have, I have to get this knee turned around. I feel... Uh, I, in, in one week's time I have, well, even more than that, I've, I've just, it's, it's dramatically affected my life. I tell you what, it was depressing, depressing for me when I, when I had to, uh, had the realization of myself, like, am I done playing? Like, can I not do this anymore? You know, because I, you go from feeling pretty good about yourself to all of a sudden you have these physical ailments and you're like, shit, I can't, I can't do what I used to be able to do. Yeah. But then once you start to turn it around, after you turn over every rock that you found to find a cure, and you start to turn it around, you're like, "Oh my God, I'm not dead yet. I can, you know, I can, I can function and be normal for for maybe decades to come if I stay on this program. It's impressive." All right. Well, thank you. You've given me uh, uh, a little hope. I'm excited to explore this uh, this whole knees over toes guy and uh, and and investigate this thoroughly. And you said it all starts with just walking backwards causes. Yeah. yeah I mean. 
I'll probably go back. I listened to the Rogan one time and, you know, absorb what I could absorb. But when you hear something new about a new program, you kind of like, okay, how does this fit into my life? How can I do it? So I just picked a couple of the exercises and he was very adamant about, I walk backwards every day and I pull that sled every day. And then he goes into all these other little side exercises you can do. And I haven't got any, any of those, but I've been doing the walking backwards and the sled and just those two things. You just add those to like a regular workout regimen or even, even not just, just do those in general. And you will definitely, I mean, everybody's different. I can't, I'm not a doctor. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to do for you, but for me, right. it was profound, man. It was absolutely profound. Wow. And I thought I had no, no solutions. How, uh, how quickly after you started doing it, did you see that, um, things were starting to turn in your favor? And, you know, I think you, I'm not a doctor and everybody's different, but if I had to guess, I would say that your knee is not as bad as mine um, because I kind of, you know, just kind of limped along on it for a while. Like, oh, it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then I finally went to get it looked at and blah, blah, blah. I took too, too long to do it. Um, so I think that mine is probably worse when I started. Yours probably isn't that bad, but right. I started feeling like I was seeing results within a week. Wow. Um, yeah. This sled that you speak of is that uh, is that an expensive thing and 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 where and where do you use it like in your backyard? Uh, so, no, I, I use it at my uh, at my paintball field. So oh. um, right where like where my back my uh, back room is, um, right in that staging area, kind of right near where you set the pizza up all the time. I'll start right there and I'll drag it backwards across the staging area, and then when no one's there, the the uh, the net curtain is pulled open. So I drag it all the way across the field to the back overhead door where you would go outside, and then I turn around and drag it back. So that's 360 feet. So I do that. I don't do that every day, but when I'm at the facility and if I can remember, I'll go, oh, shit, I'll go, I'll go drag the sled really quick. It only takes you like five, ten minutes or whatever. So I do that two, three, four times a week, um, and that one you can really feel in your knees because obviously you're dragging a sled. I drag 70 pounds on it. Um, you can really feel that one and the pressure it puts on your knees, but then the, the walking backwards thing, you get a little bit different sensation there because you're not using as much uh, stress on your knees, but you're definitely doing a different exercise than what you're used to, and you can feel as you you go through it you can feel your knees start to loosen up over the laps that i'm doing you start out a little stiff and then it gets a little looser and it gets a little looser and by the end it's like you're kind of like warmed up and ready for a race or something wow okay well i'm on it i appreciate you thank you so much for tipping me off about this no problem maybe this is a little piece of advice that you'll actually follow oh for god's sake uh <laughs> i doubt it i never i never listen you watch. No, I don't. Watch. I don't I'll, either. I don't either. Watch. I'll forget. Okay. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you. Talk to you soon. All right. There you go. Rick, TC Paintball. Uh, impromptu version of Trigger Time. Uh, Kenny writes, Eric's word count so far, 125. Rick's word count, 7,573. I, I like Rick. I, I think he does a hell of a job at talking. I... I don't I don't complain it it means less work for me you know uh so thank you uh Kenny writes I want Eric to do this but not tell the NFK what he's doing yes that would fun that would definitely be funny Kenny also has walk backwards 10 minutes every day what about for fat guys with bad knees asking for a friend yeah I think you should try it I think you should try it uh uh, my brother, Paul push up. Paul writes, my sled has a 30 pack on it for weight. Paul in attendance. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's remarkable. 
just a handful of minutes ago, I started this podcast with no hope. I've spent the last several days just being depressed. Uh, Hey, I can't run anymore. I'm going to be walking with a fucking cane. And then in the short amount of time that this show has been going on, this new information has, um, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to uh, explore anything. But that's not the only thing that made me feel like I was old. <clears throat> I mean, the knee pain, which is constant, sure reminds me. But uh, I'm figuring out that, uh, I don't know if you've ever been on uh, someone's boat, a boat that actually has some uh, some power to it. I fucking hate it. When they're, when they're going really fast and the boat is going, and then crashing down the water, poof. This is not enjoyable. I was, uh, we, we went to that wedding on Saturday. And, um, for me, a little bit about that, because I, I talked about it. Uh, when I am in the setting of someone's wedding and, um, subsequent reception, I just, oh, God, I cannot sit still. And I, I, I got it. It's the same every time. You know, you have ceremony, which is, is fine. I, I love the ceremonies. Those to me are awesome. But then the moment where it's like, okay, uh, cocktail hour while the, uh, while the pictures are taken. It's like, oh, fuck. Then I, I start to get a little bit antsy. You know, the ADHD is kicking in. Turns out there's not a lot of places to explore. At this at this venue. So I'm like, all right, trying to trying to find something to do. Uh thank God cocktail hour ends. Sit down. It's time for dinner, but before that we've got speeches. And we had a lot of speeches. Speeches weren't bad, though. I was actually quite impressed. Uh, all throughout this, I'm feeling old as fuck because the lovely family that um, we became friends with years ago, their three boys are there, and they're all old. Jesus. And though my kids are virtually the same age as their kids, uh, they, they kind of grew up together, uh, and I see my kids all the time. I, I still, I have to see other people's kids to realize, Jesus, you are fucking old. Um, so, all right, great. Food comes. Pig out. Food was awesome. Now it's time for dances, you know? Okay. You got, like, uh, uh, father-daughter dance, all that shit. It's always uh, really, like, touching. And then right about then... All right, now all the couples can come out on the dance floor, but the first dance, all, you know, if you, uh, you know, if you have a significant other or wife or a husband or whatever, um, you all have to come out. So this is the one dance. So I limped my ass out there with Diana, but she didn't want to go. She's like, I got to go. I got to go potty. We don't need to do this. I go, come on, let's go out there and dance. Went out there. And uh, I'm sniffing her hair like Joe Biden. You're like, what? You ever like, uh, yeah, I, I, the, the smell of my wife's hair 
is so comforting to me. I'm like, the whole time I'm like sniffing her hair. She goes, stop sniffing my hair. People are looking at you. I go, no, no, that's what I love. So sniffed her hair the whole time. Uh, people are looking at us. And then that ends. Okay, now it's time to boogie, you know? Every, everybody gets out there and just starts losing their minds. And then I've got to wander around checking out, checking locked doors, see if anything's unlocked, see if I can wander around, get lost, something, see if I can find a hidden treasure, see if I can get in trouble. Uh, but this this venue didn't have a lot of, uh, of opportunities for that. And then Diana says, we're going to leave early. We're going to go over to Dave and Mary's and ride on their boat. Dave and Mary Veldink, you know the, the name Veldink for uh, many, many years. Uh, they've, they've been friends of ours. And uh, we're gonna, they live right on the Kalamazoo River as it winds its way through to uh, Lake Michigan. And Dave's uh, always wanted this one particular type of boat. Uh, it's, a, it's a center console boat. Typically, you see a center console boat. Uh, on the ocean, which I didn't know that. Uh, 30 foot center console boat. So let me show you what exactly what this is. Okay. One of these. Um, now, like in this one here, it was a lot like, like this boat that you see. With the uh, two Mercuries on the back of it. All right. So I get into this thing. And right away, I, I notice the motors. And I, I go, Jesus, Dave. I go, what's up with those? He goes, yeah, those are twin V6, 300 horsepower each. 300 horsepower each on these bad boys. Um, like 4.2 liter uh, V6 turbocharged some shit. And uh, I know I, I, that I think someone told me that for every horsepower you have, um, the boat is, is like $1,000 per one horsepower. I remember somebody telling me that years ago, and I know that that sounds ridiculous because you're doing the math in your head 300 times 1,000. That's $30,000 for one motor. But uh, he wishes because those motors, those Mercuries, are $41,000 a piece just for the motor. So you're sitting on a, a, a north of $85,000 roughly for the motors alone. The boat is $500,000. This is a $500,000 boat and it's not even that big. Now, as we're motoring along, winding our way through the Kalamazoo River to reach the mouth of Lake Michigan, where he's going to lay in, on the throttle, and I'm going to be like, holy fuck. We pass uh, some rich fucker who's got one twice this size. Center console boat. It looks like a drug boat or like, uh, like a, a, a small uh, a U.S. Navy ship. And I don't have an image of that, but uh, it's like a bigger version of what I just showed you. And that boat had, okay, remember Dave's was, each motor was 300 horsepower. Had four 600 horsepower motors on this 
rich dude's boat. And he just got it. So I'm like, oh my God. So uh, we get to Lake Michigan and he goes, all right, I'm going to open it up. And he, he, you know, does like uh, uh, fucking Paul Murdoch. Just puts it down. And holy shit. And I'm like, okay. Now there's nothing smooth about it. We're bouncing off the water. And uh, I'm looking at the... uh, at the uh, at the display, we're doing like forty three miles an hour. This this boat will do seventy miles an hour. Now on the water, I guess uh, forty feels like you're doing four hundred miles an hour. At least that's the way it felt to me. And oh my god, uh, just hanging on for dear life. So he drives. Uh, fucking or rides this damn thing. I don't even know if when you're saying boat, you say drive or ride. You know, I know that that's particular when you, when you, you when you are riding a motorcycle. But he's driving the boat. Oh fuck! Cole Wright sounds terrible. I'd rather have a slow pontoon boat and do some fishing. Absolutely agree. I absolutely agree with you. Uh. Dave doesn't fish, though. All this dude does is just gets in the gas, I guess. Shit. Now, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, could I be injured? Could this get weird? It seems incredibly unsafe to me. <clears throat> yeah, Diana and Mary and our pal Chris in the in the way back of of the boat. Tyler says, Eric now has arthritis in all of his other joints from bouncing around in the boat. Um, Kenny had said earlier when I mentioned this, remember that video of the, the, the people in the boat that just got wrecked? It's a, oh yeah, it's, it's a easy to find video in fact all i searched was boat passengers go flying uh this is just incredible i love this one all right video check this could have been us i wonder if there's a sound here hang on I don't want I don't want the I don't want the the play by play of it. All right, give me a second. Cole wrote that the driver face planning in this one is the absolute best. Okay, this is it. All right. Audio check, video check. This is one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Now they're all kind of just enjoying the ride, I guess, but they look like they're hanging on for dear life here. All right, so I'm going to frame by frame this. I'll probably watch it several times. Start to hit some rough water. This was us. This is absolutely us. Oh, <laughs> 
Fuck me. Holy shit. Look how quick that fucked them up. Oh. Oh. Look at the dude in the back. He's all fucked up. All right. I got to do it again. Oh. <laughs> the the uh, 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 suddenness of that guy flying and just destroying himself. <laughs> Kenny says the driver fell like a, a, a mannequin. Chick in the pink bends backwards in a painful looking way. Okay, now I'm just, uh, you can tell they're fucking up here. And this chick right here is like, oh no. Oh. You can tell they're really having, oh my God. Oh, gee, oh, oh no. So fucked up. Wow. Oh. <laughs> Jesus, that guy's face is wrecked. Oh. Oh. So much going on there. I could I could watch that for an hour. Oh. Uh, there, uh, Cole says they're probably 20 feet in the air when you look at the background just before the guy face plants. Chris says they're line dancing. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. So, I think I'm going to have to... Um, I think I'm going to have to draw a hard line and, and not go on that boat anymore. Again, this all made me feel really old. It's like, I just don't feel safe here. Holy shit. Um, all right. That is uh, wrapping up the intro of the Eric Zane Show podcast. Now, uh, for you folks who are watching it on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitter, I'm going to send you on your way. The full show is available at twitch.tv slash Eric Zane Live. Or download the Twitch app and just search Eric Zane Live. Let's put it this way. If my brother Paul can manage to do that, so can you. Some folks are on Facebook or Twitter or YouTube. Like, I, I, I can't do that. You ever? I, I need to come up with some type of term for the person who pushes away the new ways to get their content. Who's like, I, I, I can't. I can't do it. I'm scared of it. I don't know why he sounds like he's from the South, but I had an interaction with um, Thad over at Sarah Honda Granville, which, by the way, is absolutely still a sponsor. I don't know why everybody thinks that they're not. Uh, well, actually, I do know why people think that they're not a sponsor. They are a sponsor. I was talking with Thad from Sarah Honda Granville, and he's like, yeah, I, I see you on Twitch, but uh, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't do that. It's like, well, y yes, you can. Uh, you have not tried. If you can uh, pick up a phone, you have the ability to do this. You're just not trying. It's because you're old. 
This is some old people do this. Paul, for example, does not. That's my brother, Paul. He's 63 years young. Paul, can you believe how old we are? Did you ever think you would get old? I was just talking with, um, who was I talking with the other day? I was talking with, uh, coming back from the boat ride. And I was uh, telling our pal Chris about our trip to uh, New York and how we visited the Dakota where John Lennon was murdered. And I was giving her some of the background about when he actually died in 1980. And I remember, the first thing I remember about John Lennon's death, now I was 10. Actually, December of 1980, I was 9. I wasn't 10 until six months later. I was nine and a half years old. And uh, Monday night happened. Monday night football, Cosell announced it. Paul probably didn't find out about it until Monday. Um, You were working, I believe, at Selfridge Air Force Base. Or, yeah, I'm not sure. You were were 20, so I'm, I'm trying to remember what job you had. And I remember I was playing basketball at mom's house, at the old house, in Warren, city of Warren. And I was playing basketball. And you came walking up the driveway. And you you looked very sad. And uh, you opened up the gate and you walked in the backyard and uh, you told me that John Lennon died. That John Lennon was murdered. And I was like, oh, this was a big one. I had enough sense to know that you, well, I knew you were the biggest Beatles fan in the world, even, even back then. Cause you'd sit in the basement and listen to old Beatle records all the damn time. That's how I got to liking the Beatles. Uh, Amanda says it's like that scene in Mr. Holland's opus. That's Richard Dreyfuss's movie. I, I did not see that movie. I'll have to take your word for it. Uh, all right. I don't even know how the hell I got. Oh, yeah. I was talking about how even Paul can sign up for uh, fucking Twitter. All right. There you go. And as always, this show is available for download wherever you download podcasts. Just search Eric Zane Show podcast. You can send me an email if you'd like to correspond. Uh, Eric at EricZaneShow.com. I would love to hear from you. Uh, you want to talk about whatever. E- Sometimes easy gets lonely. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. A uh, family member reached out to me before I, I let everybody on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube go. <laughs> My beloved charity scam, Mike, who I said to him, I go, hey, I'm at your disposal when it comes to um, anything up north related. Use me as a tool. 
His dad just sold his uh, getaway place out from under him a few months ago. So now he has nowhere to go. And I said, well, you come stay at my property. Uh, and he has a, a trailer that was given him. I go, put it on there. And you, you now come up to my place. Okay, thanks. I'm so happy. Thank you so much. I go, and if you need anything at all, let me know. And I'll, it's very tr- easy trip up there. I'll come hang with you and we'll, we'll take care of stuff. If you need to move anything, because his stuff is kind of scattered between a storage facility and his old next door neighbor from the place that he moved out of, which is a mile and a half from my place. So uh, he reaches out to me. Easy. When are you going up north? I'm getting pressure from my old neighbor to get my swings out of his yard. So he asked me, when are you going up north? And I said, I was thinking not this coming weekend, but the weekend after. The weekend that you are going up, I have a wedding to attend. So the last weekend in July, I can't be up there. But the weekend before, I was thinking about going up there. Not this coming weekend, but the one after. And he says, okay, I got to get up there sooner. I'll rent a hotel. And then he he says, thanks, dad, asshole. Now, he's calling me dad, because not as a polite thing, but because... His dad is the one who he's pissed off at because his dad sold the place out for him. So that's an insult. Calling me dad. Thanks, dad. I think. I don't know that. Maybe he's just saying, I got to rent a hotel. And then he's just saying, thanks, dad. And then he says, asshole. So I can't tell if he's calling me an asshole or his dad an asshole. I got to get up there sooner. Uh, I wrote, ha, ha, well, I'll make a special trip if you like. Let's plan it. When would you like to go? I got you. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure what he means. I always I always take, uh, I always think the worst. He says, no, 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 his dad. He's talking to his dad for selling the place. That's what Adam says. I hope so. I hope he's not calling me an asshole. I'm his best buddy. Jesus. Okay. Folks, thank you so much on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. I'm going to send you on your way. Uh, Forgot to mention about Patreon while they were still with us. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Soon we will have, this week I'm going to record a new episode of Who Are These Free Beers, which you must sign up for, for the seven days free just to see that. This is our third episode of Who Are These Free Beers, and we are going to break down this awful segment that they did where they supposedly got their hands on a series of jokes written like hundreds of years ago, like one-liners. At least that's what they say. I don't know if it's true or not. And they, what they did was they, they got it from the local, from the, uh, from, from the prep service that they subscribed to. So every radio station in America did this bit. And it just so happens that during the segment, uh, our pal Freebeer could not be there because uh, there was something going on uh, where he had a like a doctor's appointment or his wife had a doctor's appointment or some shit. So it was just Hot Wings and Kelly and Steve. And I don't even know. Wow. I listened to it once and I said, there's so much shit here to discuss that I really got to be selective because talking about it all would be a five hour show. It is, um, 
some of the biggest, uh, uh, one of the biggest pile of, piles of shit I've ever heard. The inability for that show to discern uh, what to talk about. And that's been a, a, the a basis for a lot of my gripes about this, uh, about this lineup on the show. They are too quick to say, oh man, we got to talk about this. It's like, no, you don't. You, you really don't have to. This is stuff that they think is fun and enjoyable. And it's not so bad. So we will be breaking down the infamous Free Beer and Hot Wing Show joke segment, joke book segment, when we do another edition of Who Are These Free Beers this week. I'm thinking we'll end up recording that on Friday. I'm sorry, uh, Wednesday. And then uh, Ben and I will also record Who Are These Zanes same day. And then we will do an edition of the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast, hopefully same day. So it will be a very, very busy day for your old pal Easy and Ben Glaze. Um, Stu McAllister and I are now set uh, for our very first episode, the inaugural episode of Who Are These Ottawa County Fascists? This is going to be basically just pulling clips during public comment of the Ottawa County Commission meetings where the crazy people talk. And Stu and I will be reviewing the worst or best one of these. And um, then, in fact, going ahead and making jokes about them. Amanda, who, as we know, is stupid asks you are milking carl's pod net podcast name like no tomorrow well of course dumbass it's a clip show and that is the epitome of clip shows so it it did i do it on purpose again stay in your lane okay stay between the lines things that concern amanda all right you worry about Amanda things, and I'll worry about Eric things. Okay, sorry, it's just making an observation. It's a stupid observation. If it comes out of your mouth, it's stupid. Tyler says that's the joke. Of course it's the joke. She doesn't understand that. She is a, a painfully dumb. Painfully dumb. God, you're annoying. Your observations, your observations make me angry. They do. If you're talking, I'm mad. That that's that's what this boils down to. You talking angry. Jesus. God. All right. Uh what are the Detroit Tigers, the fucking Detroit Tigers baseball team? Everybody was losing their shit on Saturday because the Detroit Tigers uh, pitched a no-hitter. Problem. This was a combined no-hitter. And when your team sucks, this is this is what you get excited about. A combined no-hitter means like... Uh, all of the pitchers combined that they put in the game, none of them gave up a hit. Okay.
just witnessed history down here at downtown Detroit at Comerica Park, a combined no-hitter for the Detroit Tigers. What a stupid thing to celebrate. What a uh, what a what what a not big deal this is. Big fucking deal. Three guys throw a no hitter. The, the the special thing about a no hitter is that you know one guy does it. He's fatigued. He's wore out. You know he, but he's so good. It doesn't matter on whatever given night or day that a player does this. This is not impressive in any way, shape, or form. Uh, Somehow, this is only the 20th time that this has happened in the history of baseball. I find that hard to believe. I would think that this would happen like all the time. Probably because uh, if a guy goes four innings and he doesn't let up a hit, why why would you pull him? So a combined no hitter. So the one guy starts, how far did that guy go? He had to have go, gone like three, four, five innings. What, why would you pull the guy out? You know why there's only been 20 of these? Because it's ridiculous to remove a pitcher after he goes four or five scoreless, no hit innings. Why the fuck would you do that? But yet, Uh, Even when our asshole baseball team does something supposedly great, it sucks. Here they are interviewing the team. This is right here. This is the best moment right here that you're about to see of the entire uh, uh, moment right there. By the way, in the background, they're building a new building. You can see that past the outfield there um, uh, away from the stadium. I have never seen a new building being built in the city of Detroit since I have lived in Michigan. And uh, so that is, that's the most impressive thing there, that, that a new building is built, being added to the Detroit skyline. Alex, they were saying in the booth that you were built for a moment like this. How are you feeling? And walk me through the night that curve was working as well as it ever has. Man, holy shit. How about that, Detroit? How <laughs> okay, about there we uh, go. sticking it through the rain? Let's go. This idiot. Yeah, holy shit. You were built for a moment like this. How are you feeling? And walk me through the night that curve was working as well as it ever has. Man, holy shit. How about that, Detroit? How about uh, sticking it through the rain? He laughs it off. Trevor, what's his face? He's like, oh, no, we're going to get sued. We're going to get fined. We apologize for what you might have just heard there. Oh, man. Whatever. Gives a shit. Fuck baseball. Fuck the Tigers. This team sucks so much dick. Uh, They're like 10 games under 500 and still just a handful of games out from the uh, division lead. The division that they're in is so shitty that, you know, a decent week and a bad week for the, for the team out front. And uh, they're they're right, you know, competing for the fucking title. Absolutely stupid. Fucking baseball. What a pile of shit. I will say that I enjoy it a little bit more now that they have the uh, uh, pitch clock. Because 
Um, well, hell, but then again, the game that I went to was the minor league game in town here. And it's still clocked in at three hours, but it felt like two because typically it's it's five hours before that, that fucking pitch clock got in there. You know, all that bullshit that the players, the batters do, and then the pitcher does, and he steps out of the batter's box and the box and the ump's like, oh my God, all right, timeout. I mean, it was horrible. It's still too long though. I think I saw like in the minor league game, it was about like a 14-second pitch clock, and I don't know if it's like that in the majors, but I think it should be about a five-second pitch clock. Like the like the catcher throws the ball back, and then the pitcher has a five-second count, and the batter has that much time to get set. Bullshit. Get in there. Let's get these games to like an hour and 15 minutes. We don't need three-hour games. Uh, it, it's, it's amazing to me that this game has lasted as long as it has. Kenny says batters should not be allowed to step out of the box and adjust themselves as many times as they want. Also, well, they don't, they, they have a, a clock on them too. Um, so, uh, yes, they, they, they already have that. If they, if they aren't in their set in in the same amount of time or whatever it is, they get a called strike, I believe. Maybe I'm getting that wrong. Uh, Donko says superior cleaning and power washing is coming by today to power wash the house. Woo! Thank you for reaching out to Dale. I appreciate you. Please tell him I said hello, and thank you for supporting the sponsors. Tyler says the pitch clock has eliminated batters stepping out of the box and st- uh, stroking their dicks. Between every pitch, this is true. Okay, your old pal EZ needs to go tinkle. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I was doing some walking backwards. I don't feel any different. I think I got to put more more into it. Amanda says, Darla looks huge. Yeah, she's growing rapidly. Oh. Nikki asked, did you walk backwards the whole time? I did. I did. Oh, hell yeah. All right. So as we've uh, covered many times on the show, uh, I, it, I've i worked very hard since January to give you kind of like the lay of the land about uh, what is happening in my neck of the woods politically, like Ottawa County. We've talked about this a lot. And there's been surprisingly uh, always something new happening, which I've worked hard to explain to you so that we can, no matter where you are, you can be up to speed so that it's interesting when I do talk about it. And um, I don't have anything per se from Ottawa County, but the... Michigan Republicans get together once a year at a very centralized location in the state so that all the big wigs from the Michigan GOP can get together and they can discuss things and maybe have a couple of drinks and hang out. Uh, And it's in a community known as Clare, Michigan, which is just north of Mount Pleasant. It's a very old 
a town, a cute, cute little town. And uh, they have a, a very famous hotel there, very old haunted hotel called the Doherty. I don't know if it's haunted. In fact, uh, I know the Doherty family personally. My daughter used to, my daughter, my wife, Diana, used to work at the Doherty Hotel when we were at CMU. And uh, she knows Jim Doherty. She knows Dean Doherty. In fact, uh, the guy who uh, used to run the place, the old man, AJ, he passed away. Uh, AJ was in charge when Diana was there. And AJ was a real tough ass guy. And he loved Diana, though. So, of course, you know. And um, so. I was going to reach out to Dean Doherty about this, but I figured I better not because uh, every year he's he has to uh, entertain the uh, clients, I guess, the uh, attendees of this conference at his hotel. Okay. But um, this time around, shit got real. Now, the lady who's in charge of the, who was a chairperson of the Michigan Republican Party is a lady by the name of Christina Caramo, and she's crazy. Uh, but now you have to be like voted in by the other Republicans to be leading the Michigan Republicans. Now, she doesn't hold any elected office seat right now. She tried to in the most recent election, but she failed, and she's big on the whole uh, fucking, um, uh, ivermectin and crazy shit like that and uh, anti-masking and no social distancing. But uh, she was running for some position. It might've been secretary of state. I can't remember, uh, but she lost. And, uh, but she was still appointed the chairperson of the Michigan GOP. Now the word through the grapevine is, is that our very own Joe Moss here in Ottawa County wants that seat. So, I don't know anything about this shit, but I guess if if, uh, there's a need to do it, you can call for a vote. And then the Michigan GOP members at something like this Claire Hotel meeting can decide, all right, let's put it on the agenda. Let's vote to see if Christina's out and Joe Moss is in. So that would be something if Joe Moss was leading the Michigan GOP. I would love that. But it turns out that that did not come to pass. So that's kind of like a non-story. But what was the story was as these people are hanging out and having a good time, supposedly talking a little politics, there was a brawl between members, two members of the Michigan Republican Party. And there's some quotes in here that are fantastic. Okay. Uh, James Chapman, a Republican from Wayne County, which is where Detroit is. Uh, told the Detroit News that he traveled to Claire to join the party meeting at the Doherty. But the meeting was reserved for members of the state committee only. So Chapman said that he and others gathered outside of the uh, meeting room and they said the Pledge of Allegiance, which just sounds stupid to me. All right, guys, to pro- we were supposed to be in there, but they're not letting us in. We're, you know, we're on the same team here. What should we do? Well, let's say the Pledge of Allegiance. He also said that um, he attempted to open a door to this meeting room by jiggling the doorknob. Now, uh, Mark DeYoung who chairs the Clare County Republican Party, so this is like his home field, uh, was on the other side of that door. 
and he can hear the handle jiggling that James Chapman, the Wayne County Republican, is is jiggling, and he's like, are they saying the Pledge of Allegiance outside of there? So uh, he heard Chapman's attempt to enter the room and open the door, and then he looks through, uh, DeYoung looks through the little glass window. They have a, a window in between, you know, like for part of it, and he sees a middle finger <laughs> from someone giving him the finger uh, it, as he's, he's like, what the fuck is going on there? So DeYoung is like, well, we got to get to the bottom of this. He opens the door and this Chapman guy kicks him in the balls. The quote is, he kicked me in the balls as soon as I opened the door, DeYoung said of Chapman speaking to the Detroit News by phone from the emergency room. Uh, DeYoung who is now kicked in the balls, added that Chapman then charged him and uh, uh, tackled him, slamming his body into a chair, breaking DeYoung's ribs. DeYoung has announced that he intends to press charges. And then DeYoung, the guy from Clare County, who got kicked in the balls and got his ribs broke, said, we are so divided. I just wish we could come together. So you talk about like shit in Ottawa County here. I mean, they are, the Republicans are fighting a war on two fronts with normal people who aren't retarded and their own party. So you got a, a, a retard war going on and then uh, a fight with non-retarded people. The paper also interviewed Chapman, who says he grabbed DeYoung's legs and pushed him over, although Chapman said that DeYoung threatened him by saying, I'll kick your ass, and took a swing at him. DeYoung denied Chapman's claims. Chapman is the ball kicker again. Chapman, this is great, also said that during the confrontation, he removed his glasses, quote, when you see me taking my glasses off, I'm ready to rock. That's the quote from Chapman. Chapman sounds like the type of guy who, you know, he went to Claire in like a big ass uh, 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 Cummins diesel pickup with multiple flag holders on the back. Fuck Joe Biden flags, all sorts of shit, truck nuts, you name it. Michigan Republicans have been struggling to find a path forward after losing control of the state legislature for the first time in nearly 40 years. Uh, Karamo, who I mentioned earlier, is an election denier. She's been fighting with the party co-chair over budget issues. She also refused to concede her loss in the 2022 Secretary of State race, and she, along with others, was ordered to pay more than $58,000 in legal fees for bringing a baseless lawsuit challenging absentee votes in Detroit. The suit in which Karamo was the lead plaintiff was rife with speculation and an absence of facts and a lack of understanding of Michigan election statutes and Detroit absentee ballot procedures, the judge wrote, with prejudice. 
What a bunch of assholes. Then it says the state of Michigan GOP is so chaotic. This isn't even the first physical altercation at a state party meeting this year. In April, police were called when two Republicans got into a fight. Uh, On video captured of the incident, which I'll show you in a second, Kalamazoo Republican Party Chair Kelly Sackett appears to knock a cigarette and a phone out of Macomb County GOP Secretary Melissa Pellis's hand. Pellis then pushed her open hand towards Sackett's head. Yeah, this is like the thing to do. Is go to one of these meetings. Uh, Kenny says, I love how Eric has slowly over time worked back into using the R word so freely. LOL. Well, yeah, I brought it back. Yeah, it's it's okay now to do that. That's what you got to do. You got to actually work in the R word to, to bring it back so that people are less sensitive to it. Cole says, guy flipping you off. Let me open the door and see what he wants. Gets kicked in the balls. I guess he didn't want to say hello. All right. So this is the other fight in April between these bitches. It's funny. I have a, I have a teacher friend who is leans left. And, you know, he was talking all about the Christian nationalists. And I, Oops. Someone, someone sensed that there was a problem. Okay. So these, these babes are going to do this. They're going to, they're going to actually get together and start to fight. Okay. Let me back up. So this chick who looks like, um, Marjorie Taylor green is going to get behind jean jacket chick and say something that pisses her off. First. She's got jean jacket. Bitch is going in on someone else and Marjorie Taylor green look alike. She's saying, don't engage. And all Marjorie Taylor Greene has to say is do not engage. And then look at the look on Jean Jacket face. How many letters you set out? 22? How many letters you set out? 22? By the power vested in me. Now they're both drunk. Is that what you said? By the power vested in me? Let's talk about Macomb County. Oh. Okay, so this guy's like, come on, let's get out of here. Let's go talk about Macomb County. You're all going to jail. You're all going to go down. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck they're bitching about. This guy's smoking a cigar over here. Okay, so Jean Jacket is talking to Marjorie Taylor Greene and just saying the same thing over and over again, and everybody's trying to get get her out of there. Now, I, I would not mess with Jean Jacket. She looks powerful. A delegate? Okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene knocks the phone out of Jean Jacket's hand. That's a problem. And then Jean Jacket pushes her face. Now 
we got a problem. She is fucking rude. Now we got a problem. Hey, move the law. Move the This is fun. This jean jacket lady, she's not taking any shit. This guy who looks like a Boy Scout, he comes in, puts his hand on her. He is lucky he's not dead. Oh, she's not she's not listening to anyone. I love her. Around ain't this shit. But I love how Jean Jacket Lady is telling him you're all going to jail. This is so cool. Donut Dan says, is this an episode of Atlanta Housewives? Nikki says, nothing interesting like this ever happens in Maine. Chris says, I love it. Drunk, opinionated morons arguing politics. Uh, Chris in Maine says, the whole, this is an earlier comment, the whole watermelon deal with Darla was disturbing and kind of pissed me off, honestly. And I was, and I'm, I was, it, it caught my attention. I was like, what? Are you serious? It couldn't possibly have really pissed you off, right? Uh, Darla, I'll, I'll show it to you. So Darla didn't like the watermelon. And she started barking at the watermelon. Audio check, video check. (laughs) By the way, that's her best big girl, tough bark. Which actually, it's improving. It is getting bigger and tougher. Scared of the watermelon. She just takes it. She's barking at the water. (laughs) I had a cackling. What? Why would that piss you? I don't understand why that would piss you off. Is is the only thing you could be uh, pissed off at is that uh, she was frightened? Come on now. Give me a break. It's okay. The dog's going to be fine. Uh, I think one of the best parts in that, and, and Kenny points it out, O'Neill and Bruce are like, what? What's her problem? Uh, Chris says Bruce had to come investigate. It's true. Oh, God. Now, I, I hope to God, Chris in Maine, that you're not, that you're just kidding. I mean, she was protecting us. Kenny says she's barking like there's an intruder. No, that was great. That was great. And besides, you have no idea what she puts us through. Okay? That's, it, it, it's give and take. She puts us through so much. And we don't complain. So if we can have some fun, we're going to do that. It's no big deal. Relax. But being a Nancy, for God's sake. All right. This video was going around, which made me very, very happy. 
uh, might have been Florida where this one went down. No, it was Atlanta. It was Atlanta. The uh, the dude walks into the nail salon. Everybody's getting their nails done. He walks in and he's like, "Everybody, hands in the air, get on the ground. This is a stick up. Give me all your money." And it didn't go as planned. Audio check, video check. It starts. The video starts. This video contains scenes that some viewers may find distressing. Not at all. They may find hilarious. Suspect fails to rob nail salon when staff and customers calmly ignore him. Here he comes. About to walk in. Here he is. Everybody get down. The guy who's running the cash register, he even picks up the phone and says, hello. He took her phone, if you notice. Look at, watch this. It just leaves. <laughs> he says, her, give me some money. This chick says, I don't have any. And then the guy walks away. That's it. Is that all we need to do now? Is whenever someone says, give me the money, he says, I don't have any money. I think it's fairly believable because, you know, half the time people don't have cash. God, that was great. I love this so much. And I can't tell if he's just got the old hand in a bag and no gun seen. Are they are they not believing him? Or does he actually have a gun? Because I think that's more impressive is if he actually has a weapon. I can't really tell. I think he might have a weapon. Yeah, the, the, uh, the bad guy, you know, after they, they, they don't respond, he needs to, like, shoot somebody. So that they know he's serious, but he's not believable. They don't believe him, and they just tell him to get the fuck out of there. This guy doesn't even, he's picking up the fucking phone. He doesn't even give a shit. And then she leaves. Okay, the, the chick who got her phone taken, I, I, I wish she would have said, do you think I can have my phone back? Because this loser would have definitely have given it to her. This is the worst thief ever. <laughs> Give me your money. I don't have any. He leaves. God, is that great? Holy shit. I just love that. No, I don't have any. Oh, okay. See you later. Kenny writes. They get robbed every day, so they're like, oh, this again. Yeah, whatever, man. The phone's ringing. Uh, Chris adds, similarly, this has got to happen frequently. So they're like, yeah, fuck you. 
Hopefully the lady, the lady got her phone back. Just do what they do at department stores. Walk in and grab what you want and walk out. Yes, that's true. You see that all the time. Uh, Chris in Maine is back. Uh, what is the problem with the watermelon video? Can you please clarify uh, what is wrong with the watermelon video? Why did that make you so upset? I need to know this. Are you? Is it like you're you're you you don't like it that the dog was scared, dude? This dog beats the shit out of everybody. That better not have pissed you off. I'll tell you that right now. My God. Uh, we were talking earlier about um, uh, boating, and there's a new TikTok trend that I got to get to. In fact, I, I, I'm completely not paying attention to what I'm doing right here. I have got to get to some ads first. Uh, the amazing sponsors that keep this podcast alive and well, uh, officially after the dust has settled, uh, there was a lot of, there was some rumors that a bunch of my sponsors jumped ship, but that is not true. I lost one over the, um, uh, brainwashed brat incident. Uh, and that was Baldwin Ace Hardware, which I mean, it was kind of like a, uh, it wasn't really that big of a deal. Uh, I was out 150 bucks a month after it was all said and done. And, uh, everybody was like, oh my God, you lost Sarah Honda. You lost. No, I, no, I didn't. I didn't lose those people. I don't know why, how that started. Uh, I think that, uh, KMK was, I don't know where she got that information. Fuck Joe Martinez told him to fuck off fantastic so thank you uh for not uh signing up and siding with her on the cancel culture mike from uh, baldwin ace hardware did uh and then he said i said well you know i'm i'm really sorry that about that you know i i understand what you're doing and uh from a business standpoint i don't i don't I don't let business get in involved, uh, uh, you know, intermingled with the personal thing. And you're pretty close friends, so totally understand. Hey, do you think maybe I can we can talk and I can explain that? Not in text. And uh, no response. And finally, after a day, this is like two weeks ago. Yeah, uh, wait a couple of days. I'll call you Monday. I go okay, and that was a week ago, so I didn't hear from him. So I reach back. I go, hey, I thought you were going to call me. And uh, he gives me the old, I'm busy. And I was like, well, I'm just going by what you told me. You told me you were going to call me and then you did not. I was waiting patiently for you to call so that I could tell you how much I appreciated your support all these years. And uh, I hope you don't take it personal. So is, this sounds stupid to me. Sounds very, very dumb. Uh, I won't apologize ever for my content. My content is what it is. You can either uh, support it or not. That's uh, there's 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 no mixing in with the business and the personal. I deliver an audience every day. That's it. That's all I can promise you. 
uh, a show that is uh, compelling and enjoyable to listen to and uh, just as long as it's not boring. That's all I'm concerned about. And the only way this works is if I do the free podcast and then I have people that support me with sponsorships. And when some sicko bitch tries to cancel me and says, no, I'm not into cancel culture and then tries to cancel me. Uh, that's fucking crazy. Uh, but it didn't work. Uh, because again, at the end of the day, I'm out 150 bucks. But uh, after that, all of that, I picked up $300 a month in Patreon subscriptions. So uh, when you're diversified, things have a tendency to work out. Thank you to the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Reach out to Mario at 231-332-6505. He's absolutely awesome. Uh, he got a phone call too, and he went, okay, thanks for the info. Bye. That's why now more than ever, you need to support the sponsors who refuse to be intimidated by some loudmouth psychopath who puts way too many filters on her images to try to make herself look hot. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage does not bow down to you. So if you are ever in need of a mortgage now more than ever, you need to call upon Mario from whatever state you are in at 231-332-6505. Thank you to Mario. Rick from TC Paintball also got a call and he said, yeah, fuck her. TC Paintball, gather up your friends, your family, your bros, neighborhood kids, whatever, and get ready to live an actual video game when you are playing paintball at TC Paintball. Oh, my God. The exhilaration and thrill of it is absolutely spectacular. If you have never played paintball before, you must try this. TC Paintball is a destination in the great state of Michigan. Rick gets people from all over the state driving to his facility to spend a whole day there. And this is in West Michigan, where the lion's share of my audience is. You must try out TC Paintball. Mention my name. Now, it's real simple. You gather up your troops. You call TC Paintball. And you say, look, we got a group of 10. When can we get in? All right, we got a uh, Wednesday at 5 p.m. How's that look? Hold on. Okay, great. Maybe a Saturday at 4 p.m. It doesn't matter. Book your event at TC Paintball today. Thank you to Johnson Carpet One Discount Outlet. Also receiving calls from the psychos. And they said, eh, they'll run out of gas. They did. Uh, the discount outlet is where Kent dropped the E out of you. Works. Thank you so much for being a longtime supporter. And if you are ever in need of flooring for your residence, get it from Johnson Carpet One discount outlet there's uh two locations you've got the main showroom on chicago drive and then you have the discount outlet where everything is priced remarkably remarkably cheap mention my name and you will save an additional 10 percent. love it tyler says quote i don't support cancel culture now reach out to all these sponsors and tell them to not support Eric Zane. Sign Psycho Twat. Kenny writes, oh, I like that. Live an actual video game. It's a much better way to sell it. Uh, by the way, when I was in New York 
Kenny, we went to a retro video game place. Man, you would have loved this. It was in an old bank in, um, what is the name of the town? Some doesn't matter. Middlesex, New Jersey. No, it's, no, Morristown, Morristown, New Jersey. Nice little town, by the way. It was like about 45 minutes from where we were in Jersey City. And the guy is in a old bank with like, you know, you walk up to it and there's like columns, like Roman Coliseum style, that type of bank. Old, old building in the downtown area. And it's called uh, the Game Vault. So all the old school video games and the way they do this nowadays is you put like a wristband on and you play as much as you want and then they just uh, barcode the scanner on the wristband and it, okay, you were here for 34 minutes. You owe us uh, 12 bucks. So awesome, man. And they, he even has a old school video game museum. So he has a collection that you can look at of all of the old platforms that have ever existed in video game form. It was fun, man. I know you would have loved that. You know that I'm, I, I make fun of you, but I'm a, I'm a closet video game junkie. Um, I mean, I played spy hunter, elevator action, crazy climber, Robotron defender, gunslinger, uh, several video games, pole position, uh, outrun. Oh man. And it just took me back. Every single one of those games took me back. And then they serve drinks. It is, I think there's a place like that in Grand Rapids that I'm going to call on for business. Great place. Those are popping up in more and more places. Donut Dan, who's a sponsor of this show, promoting the um, Dirty Donut Race, says, give her my number, please. And Dan says, I am still with you. I am still with you, bro. Rick from TC Paintball says, I received a bunch of messages and screenshots. Kenny says she posted that she got them to drop you. No. Uh, Like I said, Baldwin Ace Hardware. Uh, For me to say simply, at the top of every show, the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, I charged him a hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, Joe Martinez says you have the voicemail that she left me. That's a good idea. I think I'll play that. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna keep her phone number out of it. But uh, let me see what she wrote or said. Joe Martinez. Okay, here we go. I will share this. Thank you, Joe, for the reminder. This is this is uh, KMK. Hi, my name is Kristen Megan Kelly, and I believe I've called and left a message earlier today. I'm just trying to get some feedback from whoever would be in charge in making the decision to sponsor um, the Eric Zane podcast. I am the mother of a child that he spoke about on his podcast in a sexual manner, um, including sex acts that he wants my seven-year-old to perform. Okay. Now, that is not true. 
I talk about sex acts. I want his child, her child to perform. Uh, specifically, the joke in question was, I hope one day grandma walks in on that kid eating a vagina. All right. Now, I didn't say at what age. I didn't say now. All right. It's a, it's a little different. Context matters. And then Joe says she didn't. She only called once. The mother of a child that he spoke about on his podcast in a sexual manner, um, including sex acts that he wants my seven-year-old to perform. I <laughs> for the sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have got the sheriff involved. I called up one of the deputies in Ottawa County. I go, hey, so she's getting the sheriff involved. Is that is that a thing? And he goes, no. No, it's not a thing. I go, what do you mean? He goes, if she doesn't like something you said on Facebook, she calls Facebook. She doesn't like something that you said on Twitch, she calls Twitch. She doesn't like something you said uh, on, on your audio platform, you... You call the audio platform. You don't call the sheriff because someone said something you don't like. He he laughed. He goes, no, no, we don't do anything of that. Uh, hey, uh, watch your mouth. You're arrested. Form. I have the sheriff involved. Um, several sponsors have already backed out. <laughs> several sponsors have backed out, you say. And I believe in nonviolent free market solutions and the veterans. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. That's what that's her way of saying I believe in cancel culture. So I'm telling I'm telling on Eric now so that he can be canceled. That is my nonviolent free market. Did you hear how quickly she how e- easily she said that? She says this all the time. I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. And I believe in nonviolent free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech, but this is not protected. I'm a veteran, so I support free speech. Yeah, uh, come on. Solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech, but this is not protected speech when discussing sexual acts. Tyler says, ah, I'm a veteran, one of those people. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I mean, I love veterans, but I love the veterans the most that don't tell everybody they're veterans. Like that's some type of uh, uh, gives you the ability to do what she's doing. Hey, I, I'm a veteran, so you know you can trust me. Yeah, Timothy McVeigh was a veteran. Okay. Free market solutions. I'm a veteran, so I greatly support free speech, but this is not protected Blatantly? speech when discussing sexual acts of a minor. Um, it was an attack on me and my family and, uh, you know, my husband actually works in the same industry as you. And yeah. So remember I said her husband, uh, tunes up air conditioners. That's what she's referring to. So now she's thinking, oh, Hey, my husband's in the same business and I'm a veteran. So you, you free market solutions. You cannot support him. You know, my husband actually works in the same industry as you and um he's being attacked because he's supposed to be the next county health officer but it's one thing to have an opinion of adults but again it's not protected to be to speak sexually about a seven-year-old girl okay um if you would like to see the evidence and uh, i have seen on social media someone is messaging people to not talk about it but they want your business to know that your name is flat behind the screen when he's saying these things um 
You can call me if you'd like. My number is area code 405 I, I wouldn't I wouldn't give out a phone number of somebody. I didn't I only gave out one or two numbers. <laughs> oh fuck. Let's see. Kenny writes uh no. Kenny's talking about video games. That's an old old message, sorry. Um Jimmy asked, did they have Pong at the video game place? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, Stevie says, wait, I missed it. Who are we talking about? Oh, I know now. She says the woman that tried canceling Eric. Linda says she's delusional. And, and, uh, Chris says she's misrepresenting it completely. She's embellishing a little dumb bitch. Maureen says Stevie says she's still after Eric. Hasn't it been two weeks? No, no, she isn't. Uh, just now that the dust has settled, now it's okay to talk about it because everybody's forgotten about it. At least they had. Bob says, you know, she's psycho three first names. Um, all right. Maureen says, apparently she doesn't believe in the truth. I'm a veteran. Uh, okay. But I don't believe in telling the truth. Cunnilingus is nonviolent. What is her problem? Dan says, I'm guessing this woman has never watched South Park or a comedian. Is her name Karen? I did not catch it. LOL. I support free speech unless that free speech annoys me. Does she wear I'm a veteran hat? Oh, I hate I'm a veteran hat. Kenny adds, this lady leaves longer voicemails than I do. Not canceling him. Quote, free market solutions in him. It's very different. Oh, my God. Well, thank you, Joe, for reminding me that uh, that, that sweet lady left you a message. Which I guess she's appearing... At a, at a at a some wacko right wing event with like Kyle Rittenhouse, I think she and Kyle Rittenhouse are gonna sixty nine on stage, which I would want to see. Kyle Rittenhouse and like the Oath Keepers or some shit are getting together to have some uh, you know a crazy event where the usual suspects are all in attendance. Losing their minds. I reached out to the guy, Larry Jackson, who is um, who filed the recall petition for Lucy Ebel in the uh, second district. And uh, I said, dude, you got to get on my podcast. He goes, I can't do it right now. I am uh, all consumed with getting the signatures for the petition. There will be a time that we have something to say. But right now, now is not the time. I said, Absolutely absolutely no big deal we have so much fun in the beautiful ottawa county here so much fun all right i i kind of fell into that topic because i was um, looking at the sponsors and wanted to give you a little bit more background about what uh, mike over at baldwin ace hardware 
that, um, yeah, his concern with me was, he goes, oh, uh, I don't want my name associated with this type of content. Um, uh, I Political content is not what I'm interested in. And now I, I don't know what he uh, heard, and I did not get a chance to talk with him. Like, there was one time when Rick was pissed off at me, and um, uh, it was during the great Zaniac exodus, and he, he wasn't happy, and he said, okay, we got to, you know, and I said, well, I'll tell you what, let's just chill for a little bit, sleep on it for a day or two, and then if you're okay with this, we'll, we'll chit-chat, and if maybe you think, you know, and we ended up working it out. Uh, I, you know, put a little bit of perspective on it. He, uh, slept on it and we were able to figure it out. No big deal. I, I would have loved to have been afforded that same type of, um, uh, time if with Mike from Baldwin Ace Hardware, but, um, I mean, all of a sudden he just tells me that's it. I was like, okay, there's nothing I can do about that. Uh, can we still be friends? I mean, it wasn't anything personal. And then here we are. And I still haven't heard from him. And now he said, yeah, well, hey, I'm busy. I was like, well, dude, you told me you were going to call me. You can tell I'm bothered about this. It's like the second or third time I've talked about it. It's really fucking annoying. You know, I try to make it very clear when I do the podcast that, um, when I talk, when I do, what I do, I'm delivering an audience. That is all. Okay. It doesn't mean the sponsors believe and support me in the same light. I would guess that out of all the sponsors, they don't sit there and um, support me politically. And on the issues that I talk about, if I have a, whatever, whatever my uh, opinion is on anything, Sponsors don't sit there and say, well, yeah, we agree with them. They are just here to get an audience. Okay. My audience so that they can be told, I can tell you about the sponsors of this show. That doesn't necessarily mean that they agree with me. You know, I mean, it just, we, we, we can't live in a world where we're sitting there and just go, oh, well, all right, you are on this show, thus you must support them. I would say about a third of what I talk about, what I spew out is probably agreed with by everybody, you know, and, um, for that fucking idiot, Megan Kelly to say, yeah, Hey, um, I believe in non-market non-violent free market solutions. Hey, everybody, let's, let's get this, uh, let's get this, uh, uh, a pack together and get our pitchforks out and our tiki torches and go and cancel him. Fuck you. I look at it like this. You can go ahead and I can have, let's just say if she's, if it goes her way, every sponsor cancels me. The hard work's already done. I go get new sponsors. I got them when I started from scratch. I can get them now when I'm almost forward. Well, I'm over four and a half years doing this show. I'm not worried. And um, after it's all said and done, she shot her shot. 
Nobody gives a fuck, and it's over. At least four people have been killed, all of them in Alabama, doing the latest TikTok challenge. The challenge is you get in a boat and you go as fast as you can. And then you jump out of the boat and then you die. I'm not even kidding you. I don't know why it is in Alabama that all of these happen. Maybe this is where I know that that is home to uh, much more. I mean, people that live in Alabama are 1 million percent uh, more stupid than the rest of uh, the United States. I mean, that let's let's be completely honest here. Uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana, uh, even Arkansas, Florida. Those are the stupidest people on the planet. So it should be no surprise that nothing like this would ever start in Michigan. Michigan people are superior to the South. Now, Kenny is in Tennessee, and I've given you all plenty of my thoughts on people who live in Tennessee. There is a strong, stupid contingency in Tennessee, not as strong as Alabama, but stronger than Kentucky. Further south you go, I mean, let's be honest here. That's kind of like the whole idea of, uh, like, in, in the South, they were they were fighting for slavery. That's why the Civil War was fought, fought slavery. Stupid Southerners were like, we need to keep the blacks in chains. That's why they fought. That's why Kenny wants the South to rise again. So we have a higher level of stupidity. It makes sense that for, that this stunt originated in Alabama. Those who were killed broke their necks on the wake and drowned while attempting this stunt called boat jumping. The high rate of speed of the boat, along with the still water, makes for a dangerous landing pad that is uh, feels like concrete. Um, Captain Jim Dennis of the local rescue squad said, in the last six months, we've had four drownings that were easily avoidable. They were doing the boat jumping challenge. It's where you get in the boat going a high rate of speed like I was just the other day. And then you just jump off the side of the boat. You don't dive. You're jumping off feet first. And you just kind of lean into the water. The first victim was killed in February after jumping off the boat into the Coosa River. While the guy's wife and kids watched him from inside the boat. That sounds horrible. But this is a stupid man. That wife is going to find a new man who's not as stupid. Those kids are not in jeopardy now because the stupid man is dead. It's, it's Joe. It's uh, not, it's Jocko. It's silver lining. Your dad jumped off a boat and killed him. Good. It killed himself. Good. Opportunity to get a smarter dad. Uh, Dennis said that despite the tragic end and subsequent warnings, Issued to others not to attempt the stunt. Three additional people ignored the dangers and were killed in the same way. 
Um, I think people, if they're being filmed on camera, I think they're more likely to do something stupid because they want to show off in front of their friends for social media. Now, they're looking to TikTok. They're looking to blame TikTok, which is why places like stupid states like Montana, also stupid because they're out west. What I'm telling you is every state is stupid. Just mine is less stupid because I'm in it. Uh, States ban TikTok because of shit like this. And you can't ban TikTok because people are stupid. My God. Dennis is pleading with voters not to try this latest trend and to urge their loved ones not to attempt it either, saying, don't do it. It's not worth your life. A person who did not properly protect their neck and head while performing the stunt could instantly die or become permanently paralyzed. Holy shit. Cannot imagine. In the blink of an eye, you're gone. Comments. Cole says TikTok should be congratulated for eliminating the stupidest people of all of us. Chris says, EZ, you are in the stupidest county. No, I've got a, a little more than half of the county is not stupid. But the level of their stupidity by those, you're right, does factor quite a bit. Uh, Chris in Maine says, Travis Pastrana, his father tried this and shattered his pelvis and legs. Now, I know the name Travis Pastrana. I think I interviewed him back in the radio days. Uh, he has he's, Is he a ski uh, uh, skateboarder or perhaps snowboarder one of those fucking things i don't know stevie says i saw it on the news people are so dumb chris and uh, chris says shame on you kenny kenny wants slavery back uh cory says the deep south are inbred dumb fucks dumb fucks i don't know why i couldn't say that Kenny adds, I call BS. Kentucky is the worst. Linda says, I'll be in Alabama two weeks from today for work. I'll be the smartest person in the state, except for Nick Saban, of course. My God. Uh, Kenny says, jump out of a boat and die. Where are the life jackets? Yeah, if they're going to do that, you should do it with a life jacket. But it doesn't matter. People are breaking their necks. I will say this. When I was on that um, that that boat that I was telling you about, in the back of my head, I, I wasn't feeling safe. And I was like, Jesus, I should have a life jacket on for the sole reason that if I go flying out of the boat, I'll probably be knocked unconscious. I need a life jacket. But in the event that I'm face down, it's not going to matter. I'm not doing that anymore. In fact, I need to share this with the queen of the forest. It wasn't until I got on this show that I said, I've decided I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh, Pooh Bear home today. Uh, Working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. She might be on her walk or something. She likes to go for a walk. Oh, man, I'd be disappointed.
Linda says people have life jackets on boats, but no one wears them. That's true. If I never go back out on that boat and I don't want to go out on that boat anymore, I am definitely going to uh, wear a life jacket. All right. There's a great fight we got to break down. Oh, my God, do I love this. It's my new favorite spot on uh, Twitter, Fight Haven. So, at Fight Haven. Now, some of these are just disturbing. But you know that if you've ever listened to me for any amount of time, how I love to break down a fight. The belligerence this time. All right. It says here, gay dude versus two females. I don't have any idea if this guy is gay. I don't know how they how they know that. But the, the guy with the white hoodie with the yellow on it is across from... Uh, this chick here with the whatever you describe this shirt as long sleeves um when it, it and then the top comes down to her belly button pretty cute cute kid and uh then there's another person involved too let's audio check and video check check make sure we got this we do okay great okay this this looks to be like some type of school setting or maybe one of those schools where it's called like fresh start alternative learning. You know, every school's got one of those where um, the asshole kids who can't get along with the rest of the school population go here to learn how to like, you know, cut hair. Or work on like AC units, no offense, Joe Martinez, or maybe fix lawnmowers or some shit, you know. And uh, so he's, but he's sitting, he's got his feet up and, and there's a, see, there's, there's two chicks actually, this chick here in the black top. And then this chick in the white top, they're going to end up both fighting this guy. No, I don't. I don't speak black, so I I'm struggling to know even what that guy is saying. All right, so we again. This is going to escalate quickly. They're discussing, definitely disagreeing. Doesn't really matter what they're saying. Oh, at one point, though, white white top. Okay, now white top chick. Cute chick is going to get pissed. Okay, the group leader. This is, this is the guy who's probably running the show here. All right? He's the only guy who's not brown. He's going to, he senses trouble, so he's going to get involved. All right. Now she is ready to play the feud. She takes her bag off her shoulder. Now she wants to fight this fucker. And this guy's okay. I'll fight you. And he doesn't give a fuck. He's going to punch her. Now, uh, he ends up getting the, uh, uh, worst of this, I think, but let's, let's get after it. Okay. So now you got the two chicks doing the uh, hammer punches. That is a that is an old standby in, in the chick fight arsenal is the hammer punch. And now she gets that left free, okay? She actually gets the left free and starts throwing some normal solid punches. 
Now, dude has her by the hair, which is a real problem in my eyes. If you're going to fight, you, you can't go for the hair. Now, I want you to pay attention to that guy who just came into the shot. I think these two might have a force field because several times the guy who just came into the shot with the gray top, watch what happens to him. What just happened? It's like there's a force field. And then he, he like gets thrown away by the force field. And then you know what? He's going to come back in. And then look at He falls down again. There is a force field around these three apparently. Holy shit. Okay. Now dude's lost his shirt. Now the chick in the white top, she is so trading blows with this guy. She is a tough chick. Meanwhile, uh, chick in the black top. So it's Jennifer Lopez is still just punching the shit out of this guy. Okay, now he connected with her on that one. This dude, he does like a flying flying punch here, and he hits black chick right in the face. Oh, that was a sucker punch. She wasn't even looking. And then J-Lo... Oh, shit. Oh, no. He, this guy is hes not fighting fair. He's got her by the hair, and they're going to kick his ass now. I always, you know what it is about women, black women, I've noticed? Whenever they get in fights, they, they, they just get up and walk away like they're not hurt. I think they are, they are impervious or uh, completely invulnerable to any of these attacks. Oh, she's going with the knee. Uh, she's out of gas, so so is he. These two are out of gas. Wow, that is ugly and awesome. I definitely call it a draw, though. I don't think anybody had the upper hand in any way. Hell of a fight. Uh, Josh says, time for the linesman to step step in. Uh, Jimmy says, everyone stands there filming. Chris says, she's going to claw his eyes out. Who the fuck fights a woman like this if you're a dude? F that guy. Um, younger people, especially this this group, uh, it, it, you know, they're like the type that go to the alternative school. Chris says definitely a loss for the dude. I don't think anybody ended up worse for wear on that. I don't think anyone was really hurt. But you're right. They got to go for the eyes and just dig those eyes right out of there. The guy who was affected by the force field. Chris says it was a force push. She's a Jedi. Queen of the forest. Just texted. Hello. Yeah. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? This is your husband. Yeah, I know that. Anybody lose Pooh Bear points this weekend? Did you lose Pooh Bear points this weekend? Well, did anybody? I don't think so. I think everybody behaved themselves. You know, I've had some time to think about it, and I didn't really discuss it with you before, but that boat ride we were on, <laughs> um, I was terrified. <laughs> you were? Yes. 
Why? I don't think I want to do that anymore. <laughs> that was fun. That's the second or third. You? That's the second or third boat ride I've been on with David. Uh-huh. And, um, and he's tried to kill you all three times. It's too much power. I can't. I can't hang. I'm not. That is. That is not appealing to me. <laughs> Oh dear. Well, if it's a nice, like, you know, when we were going slow down the canal or whatever you call it, that was fun, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, there's nothing holding us in. What if a fucking dolphin flies out of the water or something and oh, we hit? Because there's dolphins in Lake Michigan. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> he's a menace. He's a menace. This is the third time I'd, he's made me feel un, uh, uh, unsafe. Oh dear, that's unfortunate. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to break the news to him that if you go fast, I can't. I'll just drop, just drop me off, drop me, <laughs> drop me off at the end of the pier, and I'll stand there and wait for you guys. He's telling me he'll jump off the side. Uh, the Co- Corey in Maine suggests that you want to call me a pussy. Kind of. You kind of ate up with it. Kind of ate up with pussy fightitis. Yes. Isn't that what your dad used to say? You got pussy fightitis? Mm-hmm. Whenever you like complained about like a pain or a illness or whatever, he'd, he'd say, say, yeah. Mm-hmm. He'd say you're ate up with it. He did. That's what hillbillies say when you're, when you have something affecting you, you're ate up with it. <laughs> yep. You, you, you were told that a lot, weren't you? Yeah. Your dad, man, he was a ball breaker. He was. Yeah. What are you doing right now? It sounds like you're uh, moving around quite a bit. I am. I'm straightening up the house, getting ready to vacuum, getting ready for my pool party. Oh, we got another pool party today. That's right. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Well, that's it. That's all I wanted to tell you that I'm not doing that anymore. Okay. You, everything else good? The dogs are okay up there? Yeah. What's her face? Is sound asleep. Okay. Good. All right. Keep them up there while I vacuum because otherwise, you know, I mean, she was petrified of a watermelon. I can imagine the vacuum look might just oh, send yeah. her over the it edge. probably would. You'd, you'd scar the dog for life. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, thank I you, love bye. you. Love you. Too, bye. Okay, bye. There we go. Queen of the forest. Ken want, Kent wants to come over for the pool party. You cannot. No. Stay away. Pool party on a Monday? Well, she's got the day off. She's not doing anything. Tyler says it's a scissor fest. What is wrong with you people? Well, you're part of the group. Um, All right. Let's see. Where am I? What is going on? Thank you to Berlin Raceway. Online at berlinraceway.com. I am going to be there Saturday, and I want you to, too. You, too, too. So, if you'd like to sit in the stands with your old pal, Easy, as we watch, watch, Jesus, watch the Super Modifieds, um, see, typically, um, the cars on the track at Berlin, uh, you know, they average maybe like 90 miles an hour top speed, like one Oh five, the super modifieds are different. They've got the big fin on top of them, the hydraulic fin. So top speed about one forty-five. they average about one twenty-five. You will never see faster racing at Berlin than this weekend. It's a two day event. It's a super modified series that travels around the United States. So they've got their own races going on, uh, but also the super modified. So the finale 
because they're going to be like a lot of racing on Friday. And then the, uh, uh, the big race is Saturday for the super modifieds and your old pal EZ will be there. So what you do, get a group, go to berlinraceway.com, buy tickets. They're 17 bucks and then 15 and under free parking is free. Bring a cooler with all the, everything you want to eat. Your snacks, soft drinks are fine. No glass though. And no booze. They have booze there. BerlinRaceway.com. I'll see you there. When you get there, either message me or just look for my nose or ask somebody, where's Eric Zane sitting? I'll tell the guy when you walk up the thing, tell him I'm right over there. It's impossible to miss me. It's the one with a bunch of people seated by me and then around nobody. So the people that know me will sit around me and then the rest will avoid me. Uh, All right. Thank you to Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. They got complaints. They stuck with me because they love me, and they know that that was just a witch hunt. 616-532-6600. Love them so much. Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. 616-532-6600. Irvine's.com. Thank you so much for being part of this show. If you ever need anything done to your car, service 616-532-6600. Love them. Joe Martinez from A&E Heating and Cooling. Some jackass posted on his Facebook page, do better. And with like a picture of me, he wrote, don't ever post here again. 616-516-8579. Thank you so much. 616-516-8579. Get your furnace. I'm sorry. Get your AC tuned up. With Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. If you got a, is anything going wrong with your uh, uh, AC, Joe will help you. Schedule maintenance, maybe an after-hour service call, or if you need a new AC installed. Thank you so much, as always, for supporting the sponsors. Your asshole of the day. Who is it going to be? Hmm. Uh... What do you think, folks? You got any nominations on Asshole of the Day? I've got one in my head. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay, actually, I have two. It's a rare two. Uh, KMK for all the nonsense telling everybody all my sponsors canceled when all they all they did was got Baldwin's Hardware to cancel. There you go. Thank you so much. KMK and Baldwin's Hardware are the assholes of the day. Uh, Chris says, did she win one yet? I, I don't know. She might have. I, I oftentimes forget the second I get done writing them. TikTok for influencing dumb hillbillies to die jumping off of their boats is a nomination. Uh, Mike for not having the balls to talk to you. Yes, that's why I put him on there. Uh, Sir Bob of Oliver, cancel cunt a asshole of the day. 
Let her know she won an award. Yeah, don't. Actually, don't avoid. I mean, I would I would suggest avoiding her because the last thing I want to do is um, make anything weird for any more of my sponsors. Uh, that group, when they get organized, have a tendency to arrive in packs and create a, uh, uh, a false narrative. Uh, let that whore uh, take care of, her, of herself. Leave her alone. We'll just talk about her here. How does that sound? You don't want to be doing, wasting any time going down that fucking rabbit hole. It's an absolute nightmare. They have bigger problems to worry about than your old pal EZ. Our time will come. All right. That is going to do it for this edition of the Eric Zane Show podcast. I'll talk to you on the Patreon. Always looking forward to that. I will uh, have that for you in just a bit. You can sign up for free at patreon.com slash Eric Zane. If you've uh, been on the fence, I love doing the seven-day free trials. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane is where you go. and You can get seven days free. This is going to be a great week because we've got a new edition of Who Are These Free Beers? Who Are These Zanes? And the Ben and Eric Patreon podcast. So sign up today. Patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Have a good one, folks. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.